This is the Best Friends Podcast, dedicated to sharing the people and programs that are ending the killing of cats and dogs in America's animal shelters. You'll hear from animal welfare leaders from across the movement who will share the innovative and collaborative work that are creating life-saving successes in communities of all sizes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Podcast. Today is March the 9th of 2023 and this is episode 143. My name is John Dunn. If you think it's hard to find vets to help you in your life-saving work, have you tried to find a dog trainer lately? yet another shortage in the animal welfare industry, and as shelters and rescue organizations turn their focus to saving dogs with more challenging behavioral issues, experienced trainers are seemingly in shorter and shorter supply. But we love solutions at Best Friends, and through its virtual training model, the mobile app Good Pup is proving that a good trainer maybe isn't so hard to find after all. And despite what you might think about what it takes to be successful when it comes to dog training, it turns out that a trainer doesn't necessarily have to be in the same room, city, or state in order for you to see positive results. And it's those results that might just be the difference between a dog who stays at home or a dog that finds their way back to the shelter. Good Pup has a shelter partner program, so you can use the platform for the animals in your care. But as you will hear, it's also a great way to set your adopters up for a lifetime of success. There is a limited time offer right now for our Best Friends Network partners to get free training through the service. So check it out. My conversation with Allie Mayer from Good Pup. I'm Allie Mayer, and I'm the manager of Shelter and Rescue Partnerships at Good Pup. I'm also a certified dog trainer. And I'm one of the trainers at Good Pup as well. And uh, prior to coming to Good Pup, I worked in shelters myself for over 10 years. And so during that time, I really realized how important training and behavior is and how crucial it is to helping adopted dogs be successful in their new homes. So after about 10 years of working in shelters, I uh, left and got my certification. I got my CPDTKA and I started working at Good Pup as a trainer. And uh, I worked as a trainer there for about a year, seeing clients every day full time and working with dogs both from shelters and not from shelters. So got, you know, a really wide range of experience and After about a year of that, I really wanted to focus back in on shelter and rescue dogs because that is really my passion. So I spoke with the team at Good Pup and it turned out that they were completely on the same page. They really wanted to develop a program to support shelters and rescues as well. So together we developed this program to provide training for dogs that are in shelters or just coming out of shelters or um, dogs that are at risk of entering shelters so that we can try to provide the help and support that the that their owners need and keep these dogs with their families and keep them out of shelters and rescue groups. Well, Allie, good pup, the service, it's teletraining. Not sure if that's actually the term you all are using, but it's a virtual service, uh, much like telehealth, I guess, which I think is something that most, if not all of us know about now post-COVID. And this being training, I've been calling it teletraining. Is that is that right? Yes, that works really well. Yes, we, we often refer to it as virtual training. So we describe ourselves as a virtual training company. We're a positive reinforcement training company and a national company. So we work with dogs 
all over the United States and Canada, actually, as well. And yes, we do our training over one-on-one video calls. So similar to a Zoom call or a FaceTime call. So in order for a client to work with us, all they need is some type of device that can have a video call. So a smartphone, a computer, a laptop, a tablet, any of those will work. And as long as they have one of those, they can enroll in GoodPup and they can work with a trainer no matter where they are, no matter what their schedule is. So this is a way to make training a lot more easy, convenient, accessible, and affordable to a lot more people. Just for the sake of full disclosure, I have to tell you that what I know about dog training, you can fit it onto like a postage stamp. (laughs) Listeners of the podcast know by now I'm a cat guy. And for as many years as I've been in and around animal welfare now, it's just one topic that I just don't know a lot about. But I'm curious, though, from your perspective on training in a shelter environment versus in home, you know, we often talk about the stress on animals that are in care at a facility, the smells, the sights, the sounds. It's a lot for any animal. So I was just wondering how effective training done in that moment in time, you know, while an animal is in care, how effective can that be versus training that you might be doing at home with an owner who may know as much about dog training as I do? It's really hard and it's really important. It's really important for shelter staff and volunteers to work with those dogs and provide that enrichment and provide that structure and help them, you know, start to prepare for getting adopted and for life in a home. But Being in a shelter is really stressful and the stresses of the shelter environment really work against the the hard work that the staff and the volunteers are doing. So I think it's incredibly important and it should be done and every attempt should be made to work with those dogs, provide them enrichment, provide them with mental stimulation and work with them on manners and training that will help them get adopted. But really and truly the best thing for them and for improving their behavior is oftentimes getting them out of the shelter and getting them into a permanent home or a foster home or an office or, you know, some type of creative solution uh, to get them out of that kennel environment. So in-home training is the way to go then, you think? Ideally, yes, absolutely. Of course, it's not always possible because there at this time just simply aren't enough homes and foster homes opening up for all of the dogs in need. But whenever possible, if you do have a dog that is you know, more of a behavior case and that really needs intensive training, I highly recommend searching as hard as possible for an avenue to get that dog out of the shelter. It's really going to make the most progress in a home environment. Well, talk to me about the teletraining part of this uh, then, because again, my dog training knowledge, very thin, but I do know that it's a kind of cue-based thing, right? It's a cue-based exercise. The dog's looking to you for cues. You're giving them cues as well as looking at the dog for cues that you're getting. So it sounds like it might be challenging doing this virtually. So explain to me, how does Good Pup work? And is it as effective as having a trainer there in person with the dog? So virtual training actually works incredibly well. So I've I've done both. I've worked as an in-person trainer and I've worked as a 
teletrainer, and they both work really well in almost all circumstances. And so the way that we do the training at GoodPup is the trainer will have the user prop up their phone or their computer camera so that we can see the whole space. We can see them interacting with their dog, communicating with their dog, and then we will give them training exercises to do right there on camera. So we can see how they're doing them. We can give them feedback, tips, adjustments. And so what we're really, really doing on these calls is we, the good pup trainers, we are training the human and the human is training their own dog. And we're there observing them and coaching them on how to do that. And we're really giving them the skills that they need to have that positive interaction with their own dog. So it actually, in my opinion, is just as effective, if not more effective in many cases than in-person training because the dog parent is the one who is truly doing the training and they are the one that's going to be living with the dog long term and needing to be able to communicate with their dog. So it's really, you know, setting them up for a good long-term relationship with the dog. It also really helps in a lot of cases where the presence of a stranger in the home could really skew um, the behavior that you're seeing. So, you know, for example, some dogs can become very stressed by a stranger coming into the home. Um, and so when we do teletraining, it's we're able to be more like a fly on the wall and really observe the interactions that are going on in the home without influencing the um the behavior that we're seeing. So it's actually really fantastic uh, for a lot of situations. It can absolutely be the best way to go. And then of course there are some other situations where in-person training, you know, might be the right direction to go in. And uh, so if there is that case where we do feel like a client would be best served by an in-person trainer or a veterinary behaviorist, then we'll make that recommendation because we do always want what is best for the client and the dog. And so our training is very customizable, very flexible. It's really everything is assessed case by case, and we'll do everything we can to make sure that the client and the dog get the best outcomes. Well, how does the app work then? So if I have it right, the app really isn't necessarily centered around the working with a trainer piece. It's actually full of things the owner can do with the dog on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, helping guide the owner through the process of training their dog. Yes. You know, I do know that consistency is key. And, and so having an app that can serve as a reminder to put in the work, like Duolingo for learning languages or a workout app to stay in shape. You know, we're all using apps these days to train ourselves. So it seems like maybe there's a similar element to this because again, for as little as I know about animal training, I do know that you need to be really consistent. Yes, that is a really key element and it's absolutely something that we have tried to build into our program. So yes, GoodPup is a weekly subscription app and it works very similar to many of those other apps that, that you mentioned that we're all familiar with. So every single day, the 
pet parent is encouraged to log in. There will be content for them. There will be homework assignments for them to complete. Um, of course, not everyone does their homework, um, but we really encourage them to, and we try to make it fun and engaging. It is leveled homework. So as they do it, then new challenges and games will open up that they can play with their dog, which makes it really rewarding and fun. So there's absolutely things to do every day in the app to keep people practicing and keep them consistent. And then they meet with their trainer face-to-face for a video call once per week. And they select the time that they want to do that. It's very flexible. We've got trainers available 9 a.m. to midnight Eastern time, seven days a week. So we can accommodate just about anyone's schedule. And then also throughout the week, the trainer and the dog parent can stay in touch by chat. So that's similar to text messaging. So if a new question or an issue pops up, the dog parent can reach out to their trainer, they can send them pictures, they can send them videos and ask for advice anytime during the week. They don't have to wait until their weekly session. Feels like we're talking a lot about shortages these days. Vets, obviously, we know are in short supply, but I do think there's a lack of good quality trainers, especially those that are willing and have the capacity to work in, uh, you know, in animal welfare, in shelters, with organizations. I'm just curious how you find your trainers at Good Pup. You know, I know you said your trainers use the positive reinforcement training methodology, yes. but with trainers being in such short supply, how are you finding these folks? Yes. Well, your point is absolutely correct. This is something that we're hearing from shelters all over the country is that there is a major shortage of trainers. And, you know, sometimes there are a few trainers in an area, but they are booked up for weeks or months. And, you know, sometimes people can't wait that long. They really need help immediately. And Good Pup is able to see people same day. We can do same day appointments. So as soon as someone realizes they need help with their dog, They can enroll with us and they can be speaking with a trainer that very same day. Um, So, yes, the the trainer shortage is definitely a big issue. And not to mention that there are some regions of the country that just simply do not have any trainers at all. You know, more rural areas, more remote areas. People might have to drive 45 minutes to an hour or more to get to a trainer. And that is just really difficult and just not feasible for a lot of people. So this is something that works really well for those situations. Um, And then in terms of where we find our trainers, so uh, at Good Pup, we usually have around 100 trainers on staff, um, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little bit less. And all of our trainers have to come to Good Pup with at least two years of prior hands-on training experience plus an external certification of some kind as well. So for example, like I mentioned, I have my CPDTKA. That's one of the most common certifications that we accept, but we have a whole list of other certifications that we accept as well. And then all of our trainers go through a onboarding process through GoodPup, which is very thorough and it includes mock calls and an apprenticeship program. So we really take the quality of our trainers very seriously. And the trainers that we do end up passing through the onboarding process that end up being 
fully certified good pup trainers and seeing clients. It's a really fantastic group of trainers. I'm very proud to be a part of them. And uh, we find them in many, many different ways. So we often have job postings on the job boards of the positive reinforcement dog training schools. So for example, like Karen Pryor Academy, and we also post on other job posting boards, uh, both animal related. So for example, sometimes the uh, shelter and rescue job posting boards that many of our listeners are probably familiar with, and also just uh, you know non-animal related job posting boards as well. And uh, we actually get you know a, a fantastic group of applicants because it's such a great job. It works so nicely, you know, from home uh, for people who you know might have another job as well. Like many of our trainers do also work, you know, at a shelter or at a vet clinic. And then this is something that they can do in the evenings and on weekends in addition. And it just also works very well for trainers who have family obligations. It's very flexible. Um, so, you know, it's it's definitely a job that attracts a, a lot of the best trainers in the country. And because we are a remote company, we can hire trainers from, you know, really almost anywhere. So we can attract the best of the best. We've got trainers all over the United States, Canada, and even some outside of North America as well. So let's talk about the case studies, which correct me if I'm wrong, but just to set it up, this is where you worked with specific organizations, you implemented Good Pup, and you were actually able to see the impact before and after, right? Yes. So at Good Pup, we really had this hypothesis that by providing immediate access to training could help dogs stay in their homes after adoption instead of being returned to the shelter. So as I mentioned, I worked in shelters myself for over a decade, and I know that a lot of times, um, you know, a dog will go out and then, you know, for some reason, unfortunately, it will end up coming back to the shelter. And that's really hard. That's really hard on the dog. And that's really hard on the shelter staff and volunteers. And we felt like providing access to training could make a difference in that. You know, probably not in 100% of cases, as we all know, sometimes an adoption just isn't the right match and sometimes it just does not work out. But in other cases, sometimes these dogs are being returned for reasons that are actually something that the, the family probably could work through with the proper guidance and help from a professional. So we wanted to see if if that was the case. And so we did a couple of case studies with some of our partner shelters. So the first one that we did was with Care St. Louis. And so during a period of time, we gave every adopter a four-week scholarship to Good Pup. And we'll talk a little bit more about scholarships in a moment. And we kept track of how many of their adopters actually signed up and 
utilized the training. And so during that period of time, it was about 30% of their adopters did enroll in Good Pup training and did at least one session with a trainer. And so then a couple of months later, we compared the adoption return rates between the adopters who did utilize Good Pup training versus the adopters who did not. And so the adopters who did not use Good Pup training, their adoption return rate was 13.5%, which is about average for this particular shelter. But then on the other hand, the adopters who did use Good Pup, their return rate was much lower. It was just slightly over 3%. So that was really exciting to us to see that our training did have a measurable impact on helping these dogs stay in their homes. So then we wanted to repeat the test. And so we did a second test with another one of our partner shelters, the Humane Society of Tampa Bay. And that's a larger shelter. And we just basically did the exact same study. And during this uh, test, we actually saw even better results. The adopters who did not use Good Pup, their adoption return rate was 9.5%. Whereas the adopters who did use Good Pup, their adoption return rate was 0%, uh, which was just so incredibly exciting to us. We also, with this shelter, we wanted to look at their overall return rate, you know, before and during the test. So before the test, this shelter had an overall return rate of 11%. And during the test, they had an overall return rate of 6%. So not only were we able to keep all of the dogs in their homes that actually utilized Good Pup, um, but we were also able to lower the shelter's overall return rate. Well, listen, I'm not trying to pick apart your studies, but I'm curious, did you follow up with the adopters to determine the impact of the app? Like, had those folks not had the opportunity to use Good Pup, would the outcome of that adoption been different? You know, would it have been a return? Yes, very good question. And that is why in the second test, we did really want to look at the overall return rate because as you mentioned you know maybe the people who took advantage of the training would have you know looked for training somewhere else if this hadn't been available to them Um, but when we were able to look at the overall return rate you know, it definitely made it clear that by providing Good Pup, we were able to reduce that overall return rate. So I do think that that shows that we were capturing people who probably would have returned the dog otherwise, you know, because before the test, all of those other training resources were available to them. They could have gone to an in-person trainer or, you know, seeked out training or behavior advice in some form or another. But, you know, the the return rate before we really got in there and made this available to them was much higher. And by simply providing this, you know, easy tool for them to use to be able to get the help that they needed, it 
really did uh, show a impact on keeping the shelters population of adopted dogs in their homes. This is definitely a study that we will be repeating with other shelters. Um, we want to try it in different regions and we want to try some different variations as well. And we do actually already have some follow-up studies in the works. So I can't give away any results yet because it's too early. We don't have final data, but we will have more numbers and data and studies coming out of the Good Pup program soon. This is something that we are very interested in. We know that shelters are also very interested in in data and getting quantitative results. And so this is something that we are absolutely focusing on and will be continuing to do. Okay, so there are people who are listening right now. They're into this alley, and I'm sure more than one of them is saying, I am with an under-resourced shelter. This sounds like an absolute godsend. Mm -hmm. Explain the partnership program. What is it all about? Who is eligible? How much does it cost? All that good stuff. So Good Pup offers a partnership program for shelters and rescues. We have a couple of different ways that we partner with organizations. So our number one way and most popular is our free affiliate program. So there's absolutely no cost to an organization to participate in this. And it's open to any organization in the United States and Canada. So shelters, rescue groups, everyone is invited to partner with us. And um, so the way that this works is if an organization does sign up to be part of the affiliate program, Good Pup will provide materials for them to give out to their community. So handouts or digital materials, you know, whichever works best for them or both. And um, on these materials, the organization will receive a distinct discount code, basically, that they can give out to anyone in their community who needs dog behavior assistance. So, of course, they can put it in all their adoption packets. They can put it in their foster packets. They can keep it at the front desk to hand out to people who are contemplating surrendering a dog. Their officers can bring them out on their trucks into the community. They can bring them to events. Um, they can get, you know, give them out to anyone who reaches out needing dog training help. And when a user signs up with that shelter's particular discount code, the user will get a free week of Good Pup training followed by a lifetime discount. And the shelter or rescue that referred them will receive a donation from Good Pup for every person who signs up and stays past the free trial. So it's really a win-win. There's no downside. There's no cost. There's no long-term commitment. And they're able to provide another great dog training resource for their community. As I mentioned, you know, it's, it's not looking to replace any options that they might already have available, but it can be an additional tool in their tool belt. 
and um, they're able to also earn back donations through this program as well, which I know are always critically needed for shelters and rescues. Well, free is definitely the best price, that's for sure. So hopefully that alone is enough for folks to want to try uh, this offer. But of course, anything that we can do to reduce returns, that's also money saved, right? Caring for animals is expensive, and we want animals at home where they belong. So I don't know if you've crunched the numbers. I'm wondering if it makes sense for organizations to actually just pay for the service for, for adopters for a period of time, you know, even if it was just specific dogs that have more behavioral challenges, because it might end up being vastly cheaper to provide that support through Good Pup than it would be for that dog to keep coming back into care for however long. Have you seen places do that type of thing, or are you just seeing a lot of success even with just the affiliate version of the partnership? Yeah, good question. And that, that actually leads me perfectly into the next way that we work with shelters. So the affiliate program is free, um, and I invite and encourage all of the listeners to sign up for that one because there's really no reason not. We also offer something called scholarships, Good Pup Scholarships. And these are essentially Good Pup gift certificates. And so they are a way that shelters, rescues, donors, volunteers, members of the general public, anyone can pre-purchase a package of Good Pup training and then be able to give it to someone else. And a lot of shelters and rescues are utilizing this because they see exactly what you just described, that it's worth it in many cases to invest the money in providing what this family needs to keep this dog out of the shelter. If it is one of those situations where, you know, this is a dog that could be successful in this home, they just need a little bit of help and so this is a great way that shelters can provide that. So we do offer these gift certificates called scholarships. They are available on our website. And the cost is, it's $34 per week. So for example, a four-week scholarship would be $136. Well, we've got a special deal for our Best Friends Network partners. Can you talk about that? So if a network partner signs up for the Good Pup affiliate program, so the free one, they will receive a free four-week scholarship to give to the dog of their choice. So if a network partner signs up during this period of time, they will receive four weeks of complimentary training from Good Pup that they can give to any dog that they want. So that can be a dog in their shelter and Good Pup can actually work with staff and dogs that are in shelter. We have a couple of shelter shelter and rescue groups that are doing that. They The shelter could also give it to a dog that they're trying to get adopted, maybe a harder to place dog. This could be a really nice extra adoption perk that they can add into that dog's adoption packet. They could give it to a dog in foster care. They could use it to try to keep a dog out of their shelter through surrender prevention. So when they sign up for the Good Pup Affiliate Program, when they go to our website and they sign up, there will be a slot that asks the question, who referred you? They just need to type in best friends and then we'll know that they're part of this promo. And after they sign up, they will get a follow-up call from me 
to welcome them to the program, ask them if they have any questions, and to talk about the next steps, including how they are going to receive their complimentary four weeks of training and how they can utilize that and how they can give it to the dog of their choice. There's information about this. We put it in the show notes area on your podcast player of choice. You can also go to the website for this program, bestfriends.org slash podcast. Click on the link for episode 143. There's also information about becoming a network partner. Of course, as you've heard, you don't need to be a Best Friends network partner to use Good Pup to take advantage of their shelter partnership program. But we'd love to have your shelter, your rescue organization on board with us at Best Friends as a Best Friends network partner. It's free to join, very simple to sign up. And of course, we do have this Good Good Pup offer right now for partners. Good Pup is such a great idea, Allie, and I'm thankful to you and all the folks at Good Pup for uh, thinking about homeless pets and including them as part of your work. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Thank you to Kayla Sebo, Whitney Blyton, and Kim Clonch for helping to produce this program. My name is John Dunn, and this is the Best Friends Podcast. <laughs>